Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, last night, this happened at Albion Park. It was all honours to Swayze. We'll catch up with Greg in a minute. Swayze leading the way. Margin still five metres. Turn it up. Leap the Fame is starting to wind up now. Dixon just urging him along and he's responding. He's starting to chase down Swayze. Hot and treacherous. Spirit of St. Louis. Black Sedans. Magnificent Storm works one off. He now emerges three wide. Expensive Ego, then Big Wheels, Amore Vita, Mac Dan, Typo last on the inside, 27-3, they corner now, less than 200 metres to run, it's Swayze in front, Leap to Fame chasing him down on the outside, Swayze in front, Leap to Fame can't pick him up, Hot and Treacherous deeper, Swayze in front, and Swayze scores, Swayze beats Leap to Fame, Hot and Treacherous, Black Sedan's fourth, then Mac Dan, Magnificent. Well, somewhat of an upset with Leap to Fame getting rolled there last night in the Blacks of Fate Queensland Championship, a 154 mile rate for the 2,600 metres. Greg O'Connor joins us. Greg, you've been bathing over in the sun there in Brisbane. I understand you're not too far away from coming home and I can tell you that it has been bucketing down here in Christchurch. So you're going from one to the other, but I'm sure that you've had an enjoyable time over there, capped off with that race last night taken by Swayze. Yeah, very good morning to you, Matthew. Yeah, it's been a pretty tough couple of weeks, Matt, but um, we've uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, the last three Saturday nights at Albion Park, uh, they've put on, uh, you know, three incredible race meetings culminating uh, last night. The Constellation's all wrapped up, and uh, the Blacks are fake, named after Queensland and arguably Australia's greatest ever pacer, or one of them anyway. Um, and uh, Natalie Rasmussen was on course, uh, as she is each year, to uh, to celebrate her her champion, who of course won four into Dominions, but it was Swayze and this continued run over the last two years of Jason Grimson, who, to be fair, until uh, Bonsell Benjamin was promoted winner of the Inter-Dominion, uh, was unknown. Now he's won two Inter-Dominions, two Blacks of Fakes, he's won a New Zealand Messenger with Majestic Cruiser, runs second in the New Zealand Cup with that same horse, second in a race by Grins, and every time he goes to a Grand Circuit race, he seems to be able to win it. Um, Swayze, six starts for him now, six wins. In front, Cam Hart, he goes back-to-back as well after winning the race with Majestic Cruiser last year. And I suppose from a New Zealand point of view, the big news out of last night was Jason Grimson's confirmed not only Swayze is on the IRT New Zealand Cup radar, but also a horse we know well, Matthew, finished third in the first race, a very competitive first race last night. Loyalist connections of that runner coming and speaking to me last night, saying they would love to be there. And, of course, he won the Redcliffe Cup, which is a standing start event, and we know how well he begins from a stand. Yeah, so that's massive. That would be a huge get if, if Swayze were to come over here, Greg. Not surprised that he won last night. It was always going to be a hard ask for the favourite leap to fame drawn barrier to the second row. But for a couple of reasons which you're about to explain to us, it was a ginormous run. Yeah, it was, Matthew. Uh, the first thing that, that, that sort of beca- was, a, I wouldn't say a shock, but a surprise was how quickly... 
Grant Dixon decided to go to the park position. So most people, myself included, felt that he would move and sit outside Swayze with a lap to go. But he moved after 600 metres, or even less than that. So he was going to be parked out outside Swayze, who is his half-brother, old half-brother, and holds the track record uh, for the 21.38. They share that uh, 152.2, I think it is, from, uh, from memory. So most people were surprised that he'd moved that quickly. However, about the 400 metre mark, I felt that he was, well, he nearly got to the wheel of Swayze and he was clearly going as well. Not, you can never say that he was definitely going to run past him, but it was going to be one heck of a battle. And unfortunately, hot and treacherous, touched his wheel, flattened his tyre. And as you've seen at Addington on the old occasion, when that happens and uh, it wraps around the tyre, it basically makes the wheel not spin at all. So the, the effort again of Leap to Fame, he's lost nothing stock-wise for me. He just kept on being brave. And if you actually watch Grant Dixon up the straight, he's leaning to the right-hand side of the sulky to take and lift the wheel off the ground uh, so that it's, it's not... Because it basically works as an anchor, Matt. You know? So for him to even run second was nothing short of startling. He will now uh, have one more run probably in Queensland before he heads to the Eureka on the 2nd of September, where he will meet the flying three-year-old, the Lost Storm, who won the derby last night by a cricket pitch. Yeah, and in very strong time as, as well, Greg. I actually thought Grant Dixon might have got cramp or something. That's why he was uh, leaning to the side of the cart. But the, the the run of the Captain Treacherous, as Greg continued, as you mentioned with the Lost Storm there last night, and you were lucky enough to actually see that horse in the flesh a couple of times during the week. For us, looking at him on the TV, he looks a full-blown beast. Is he as impressive up close? I, I, I was blown away. I, I went to... Uh Grant and Trista Dixon's Tuesday week ago, Wednesday week ago, and did a wee piece with Grant and, and you know, had a, had a yarn with him in the paddock with Leap to Fame. And I, I came around the corner and, and they've got a wee back barn uh, at his property and uh, it's where Emma Stewart and Clayton Tonkin uh, had their horses and there was this beast, and I mean a beast, squealing and... And when we drove in there, there was two horses working on the track. Emma Stewart was driving the Galloping Pacemaker, and uh, Clayton Tonkin was on uh, the Lost Storm, and they were flying. And when they came in, I said to Grant, who the heck was that? He said, oh, that's their three-year-old. Anyway, when it saw him, he's even more impressive when you see him out on the track, Matthew. Uh, and I talked to Clayton last night about all of the, the good horses that they've had over the years, many, many good horses, and he said this is the best he's ever had. I mean, that well, horses like Guaranteed and yeah. um, even in Cyper, who won last night. She's a champion filly. Um, that, that, the, the list just goes on and on for them, but they said this is, this is the best they've ever had. So the, the uh, interesting thing about that, Matt, is he's already in the Eureka, and as a three-year-old, and there'll probably only be one three-year-old in it, he gets barrier one. Well, if you think he ran the same time, or virtually the same time as what they did in the Black to Fake last night, and he's on the markers, I'm not saying he'll beat them, but I'll tell you what, he'll give them a fright. One of the horses that'll be there, Greg, is Catch a Wave. Now, he got steamrolled by his half-brother last night as well, right on the money line. He got beaten, but as we know, not their grand finals first up, but obviously uh, we look forward to adding him into the bunch, and when they all come together for that Eureka, it's going to be a ripper. 
Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, and Bucky and just got him right on the post. But I actually watched it with Emma and Clayton, and they said they weren't surprised at all. Um, and you're right, it's not his grand final. That was his first run since the Miracle Mile. He'll improve immensely off that. Andy Gaff's such a great trainer. Um, he'll be bang on on the second. And then you've got Captain Ravishing as well. And there's one other horse I want to mention, Matthew, by the name of Cobber. Anthony Butt drove him through the series, and he just had absolutely no luck. He might even get invited to that race, and he'd be a top four player. He's trained by champion trainer driver Jeff Webster, and uh, he's a really, really good horse, mate. So um, it was good to see him. The other Group 1 winner on the night, Majestic Trio, is actually out of uh, Alec Gorrell's old breed, out of Meander in the Sun. He was out of Meander in Eden, I think. Uh, Majestic Trio uh, had a float issue last week, uh, travelling from Sydney to Brisbane, and just didn't get there. Um, had a bit of skin off and they didn't even think they'd get uh, the horse to the race but she got there and she was too good and she took out the group one so um, yeah all in all it was uh, was a a hell of a night. And plenty of other Kiwi interest as well Greg Neptune of course a winner he was bred here down south can't find a better man of course with the Kiwi interest as well and Mark Shard who won the first race on the program at 40 to 1 and I understand some of his owners were over there. Yeah, that's right. Barry and Katrina Purden uh, were there, and uh, Luke Whitaker was uh, representing the Whitaker family. Trace is still involved in the ownership, so um, yeah, it was pretty cool for Barry too. It was, it was really tough to uh, to take out that first race in sensational time. But uh, gee, one one thing you, you know, you you realise when you're on track at, at Albion Park, Ormond Angle, but particularly Albion Park, the, in the big races, there's just no back off quarters. They just they just run and run and run, and they. You know, they, they invariably uh, run a, a low 150 mile rate, regardless of the distance. So, um, now it's been a great carnival. They've done an incredible thing here. They're actually announced a half million dollar bred two year old uh, race for next year's carnival as well. So, they're looking to uh, to embellish it and get it bigger each and every year. And um, yeah, I can only encourage people to come over and, and and check it out. It's not a bad time of year to be away from uh, from the coolness of New Zealand. Greg O'Connor. Safe travels to you. Before we let you go, have you got a winner for us today at Addington? Yeah, I thought race five, number two, Fernley Blackbird, would be really hard Ooh, to beat yeah. in form. In form, uh, Todd, and a close combination. That'll do me. $4.50. All right, have a good one. That's Greg O'Connor here on SENZ at Trots Talk, giving us the wrap-up from last night at Albion Park.